I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Colleen Rooney. Wagon Chief, the greatest detective of her generation, spouse of Wayne, three-time face of Georgia Asda my personal style icon and six-time best-selling author, including the masterpiece we're reading today. Welcome to the world of Miss Colleen Rooney. So I am clearly a biased source, but what will the rest of the book club think of Colleen's magnum opus? Find out in today's Football Book Club. Everyone was there at Wayne's 18th birthday party. Even Busted were there. (laughs) If you're someone that doesn't know anything about football... This is the best book to possibly read. Hard man footballer Wayne Rooney is like hiding behind a door because he's scared of American tip culture. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever did we do before the Scissor Sisters came on the scene? You say Colleen or Colleen? I say say Colleen. What are the emphasis on the Colleen? Colleen. Colleen, mm. you guys say Colleen. What do Colleen. you say, Joe? I say Colleen. Are we? Have we yeah. started? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when Bugs not here to anchor it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Football Book Club, the only book club where instead of literary classics, each episode we read another footballer's autobiography. Less Lewis Carroll, more Bailey Peacock Farrell, and thank you to Adam Farrell for that one. <laughs> I love how it's just his own name. It's just like, he's, yeah. been, he's been sitting there thinking, what could I do with my own how name? He's like, oh, but I'm not a footballer. <laughs> well, actually, football today, if you haven't noticed, I'm staging a coup today. So I've rewritten that. Today, here's one I came up with myself. Less yeah. Tom Clancy, more Abby Clancy. Yes. Legitimately good. No, no offense to Adam, uh, Adam Farrell, but... <laughs> That's legitimately good. Partially because I've actually heard of Abby Clancy instead of not knowing who Baby Peacock Farrell is. I'm Natasha Daniels, and usually we read a different footballer's autobiography. But today I am large and in charge, and that's why we are reading Welcome to My World by Colleen Rooney. And joining me to read it are Jack Bernhardt. All praise the new regime. (laughs) And James Belgian. All hail Natasha Frisco. <laughs> oh shit, I used my old name. So- sorry, sorry, husband. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, Look, lots of lots of monoliths are being toppled today. We've got James Buggers down. <laughs> Ash has gone back to her old name. Yeah, the matriarchy is rising. How are we all doing? <laughs> very good. Very happy very that good. James is dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want me to let you know where he is? 
Yeah, go on, <laughs> You're wondering what's going on. Well, there's no James today. He's in Korea, but he has sent a little message to you guys. Would you like to listen to it? Yeah, let's go do on it. that. Okay. Hello, Tash Daniels, uh, just in the hotel. Um, but the important thing is, I'm trusting you with the show this week. Um, exciting, but um, I, I want it to still be there by the time I'm back from holiday. So don't let me down. Don't mess with the format or, I don't know, do something mad like read a WAG's autobiography. Just keep it, keep it to what we know, keep it to what we know. And oh, also keep Jack in line because as we all know, he likes to go on a bit. So, you know, you have my permission to just cut a lot of that out. Cool. Cut it all out, John. Okay, so we are doing a WAG's autobiography and I am going to be talking for three hours solidly. <laughs> Well, I'm not yes. keeping Jack line. Jack's got free reign as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Thank you. Well, is, he doesn't hey, because much like the man in charge of the country that James is in, I'm taking charge and I don't want to hear any moaning. <laughs> <laughs> I'd assume I'm that just, James just, is actually just, in South Korea. But <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> just did never actually double check that. And, you know, much Very like true. our protagonist today, geography is not my strong point. So <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn in the hot seat and you will all fall in line. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> no libel sorry James <laughs> um, but anyway I think, I think we can libel North Korea right that's okay I don't know try it <laughs> we'll give it a go <laughs> what's he gonna do seriously <laughs> Get really I'm, I'm out in the countryside this week he doesn't know where I am but it'll be coming to North London for you Jack that's entirely fair wait are we talking about james or or kim young un <laughs> <laughs> oh dear well let's get into it because colleen really explained this book brilliantly in the foreword if you remember mm. so to paraphrase she says this isn't an autobiography sorry james i'm too young to write one of those it's about my life fashion style and beauty and of course shopping and i know too many love talking to me about shopping so yay welcome and i do How think this is she was sure. she was about well it's 2007 it was written mm -hmm. so early i reckon 20s. she's early yeah 21 yeah. something like yeah. that yeah That's and this is definitely the first book that we've done with a glittered cover did, wait, just to show, is that true? Did well, Louis Saha not have a glistened cover? I can't remember. Did he? He should have done. <laughs> no, no, de definitely not. <laughs> well, speaking of the cover, uh, yeah. So I, so I did get a hard copy sent, but it didn't turn up, and I thought I'd get oh, out no. of it. But then James was like, "Well, I'll just get you the Kindle version." So, <laughs> I did. but my Kindle version, when I opened it, when you click on the thumbnail, it is the front cover with Colleen on it. But when it opens up, it's. What's that cricket guy called? Matthew Hoggard. <laughs> Matthew Hoggard. And it's because they've both got an autobiography called Welcome to My World. Is that what it's called? <laughs> and they've accidentally put <laughs> Matthew Hoggard's uh, front cover at the start of Collie's book on the Kindle Vision, which is very funny. Oh, that's really funny. Imagine yeah. sitting is down for Matthew Hoggard's. Yeah. <laughs> Hoggy. Oh, Hoggy. Hoggy. It says Hoggy, Welcome to My World. And it looks and like he's been drawn of, um, on with Byro. There's a bit of like, there's like graffiti all around him. And then Andrew Flintoff is supposedly written, he's mad as a box of frogs. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
that was a nice treat. So, so if you if you were to get that on Kindle and you were a fan of Matthew Hoggard and you started reading and it said this is an autobiography, it's just how much about my life and how much I love shopping. How long through it do you think you'd get before you were like, this is probably not Matthew Hoggard, is it? <laughs> Like, which I always knew Wayne referring? Rooney was the one for me. Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> There's something weird going on with the cover of this book, though, because I don't know if you like noticed this, but at the end of the book, there's a photo of her at the book launch for this book, holding it. Yeah. Like, there's, how, there's, how a, have you... there's a definite, like, um, what's the word? Recursive loop going on here because they yeah. talk... The, the end of the book talks about the 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 book coming out and how she's now a best-selling author as a result of the book coming out. Yeah, but also se- mine says first edition. So how did she know that? Oh my god, <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> she just predicted. There, there was a bit when it said at the end, it was like, well, in the last to- the twelve months since I wrote this, I've become a best-selling author, and my first thought was, well, I didn't know she's written a book. <laughs> <laughs> It took a really long time for you to go, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah, that one, that yeah. one. <laughs> this one that I'm holding right now. Okay, yeah, I see. Oh. <laughs> to be fair, it is more like reading a Ms. magazine or something, isn't it? But I loved it. Oh, spoiler alert. Okay, are we, are we talking about how much we loved it? Because I'm willing to jump right, in straight well, give, away. Give me a minute. You. Give me a minute. Okay. Because over the show, <laughs> I've got to keep some structure to this or I'll never be allowed in this seat again. So over the show, we're going to go into more depth about the book. And first, I've had a look at what Amazon is saying, and this might be my favorite Amazon section we've ever done because oh, it wow, was okay. divided. It was like Brexit up in there. We had, <laughs> it's got 3.8 stars from 36 ratings. Mm. And it had, That's and they're all pretty lot. much either five stars or zero stars. Wow. So I've picked one of each to take you through my favorite two. Okay. So the first one, five stars. This is, uh, oh, I, I didn't write who it was from because I feel like maybe that it hasn't aged very well and they wouldn't want to be outed. But I really, really like this book. You get to know Colleen so well. There's a chapter on all the things that she may or may not have for breakfast. And sometimes the writing is done in real handwriting instead of boring typing. Also, my favorite color is pink, which is good because I've never seen a book more pink. I recommend it to anyone with an interest in someone who is married to a celebrity. <laughs> would you agree that's with fair that? enough that's absolutely fair enough but i would recommend it to anyone was... with an interest someone who's married to a celebrity what what's your interest yeah. oh one of, one of my biggest interests is is people who are married to celebrities what a great interest have i got the book for you <laughs> well but there is something we haven't had on amazon before and that's a bit of literary subterfuge because okay. Sylvia Clark wrote this. I like how you, you were For afraid rich- of saying the first person's name and, and this time you're like, no, straight in. Sylvia <laughs> Sylvia's Clark. getting outed. <laughs> Sylvia's getting outed because this, so, she sabotages Colleen's reviews with this shameless self-promotion. This is what she said. For originality, honesty, and insider knowledge from a mover and shaker in the fashion and beauty world, I place the goddess guide, not this book, way above it. The Goddess Guide is my book, an eclectic Bible with the best advice on everything from denim to tips from Dolce & Gabbana themselves. Sorry, I won't be swapping mine for Colleen's anytime soon, and if you check out both, you'll see for yourself which one is better. The Cheeky Bitch! The Cheeky Bitch! (laughs) 
Also, so they can Sylvia both Clark, exist in the same realm. She doesn't correct. have to like swap it for her. And give her <laughs> she can maybe it's Desert Island Discs, like, <laughs> yeah. like the Goddess <laughs> yeah. Guide or Welcome to My World. But yeah, I like the idea that someone God, reading like should being I stranded? Sh- oh yeah! Oh my God! Imagine being str- <laughs> imagine being stranded with this. And book. this is your book. <laughs> <laughs> You'd look fabulous at all times. Yeah, while the plane came to pick you up, you're like, "Wow, that guy!" That's, uh, I love the fashion sense of having a uh, a t shirt with lots of necklaces. Genuine fashion tip in this book. <laughs> but also the idea that you would be reading the 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 reviews for Colleen Rooney's book and then be like, "Should I get this book?" Oh no, this this person has decided to recommend their book instead. Like they're a sort of ticket pout. <laughs> edinburgh saying don't go and see yeah. like tim vine come see my <laughs> shitty one-man play in this pub like, <laughs> wouldn't you love it if like other footballers did this under the other biographies that we read though? how funny that would, would be, that be amazing it's like, so yeah. good <laughs> i don't get cristiano ronaldo's book you want uh, lee trundle's masterpiece <laughs> <laughs> well That's what did amazing. you guys think about it did you enjoy it are you more of a uh, Sylvia or more of a pink breakfast girl? I I, I think I'm. Oh, I like I, the pink. Oh, J- no, James, you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty. I, I think the first review pretty much nails it. It's an easy <laughs> read. Nice, nice bit of pink. Although there wasn't any pink in the Kindle version, so I'm just taking ah. that. Out. Um, and I really liked the uh, hoggy. <laughs> 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 the hoggy cover. <laughs> Jack, oh, I I think I am. Uh, I'm sort of. I'm like. I'm like ninety percent Pink Breakfast Girl and ten percent Sylvia. Well, no, I'm not even that. <laughs> I think that there's. I think that it's undeniable. There are bits of this book that are not even bad. Just like, just almost unreadable. I would argue. I would say there are like <laughs> five. I would say there. It's three hundred. It's three hundred and thirty pages long. And I would say about twenty <laughs> of those pages are talking about what she, what clothes she was bought, like at Easter when she was seven, and at that point, and it's yeah. seriously detailed, like about what clothes she was bought, <laughs> and you have to sort of go through it and be like, and and then occasionally what she wears now, and she's like, some people say I'm like a juicy tracks tracksuits girl, other times I'm like a Burberry girl, but you know sometimes I'm also, and it's just it, for me, I guess for me personally, I just didn't. I just had no point of reference. So I was like, <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> it's a bit, it, it's like the literary equivalent of like 20 McNuggets in a box or something, isn't it? Like yeah. calming, soothing on a hangover. Is that sort of read? I would say so. But then occasionally you'll, occasionally like a McNuggets, you will like look at the McNugget and be like, what am I what am I doing? <laughs> what is in this? What, what is, what is, what is in this? this? What what is happening to me right now? And then you'll just carry on eating it because you'll be like, yeah, this is this is fine, really. But it's yeah, it's fine. stuff like like recommending face masks that she would wear, and I'm like, what am I, I, I what am I doing here? What is my life right now? <laughs> but, but, well, but for I the mean, most part, I think. You, you, like you're absolutely right. It is a it was a lovely book in a lot of ways, and really nice, really nice, a really nice book, <laughs> a really nice book, and I enjoyed it. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. <laughs> and before James immediately cuts this off when he starts looking at it, 
Uh, I feel like maybe we should talk about a bit of football. So, Jack, what did you think of Wayne? Because he is in this book occasionally, in between the shoes and the tracksuits. He does make a rare appearance. Well, it's it's a really interesting book because I suppose from my perspective, like, I don't know, like, it's that question of if Wayne Rooney didn't exist, would this book exist? And I feel feel like you probably have to say no. Is that mm-hmm. a, is that a mean thing to say? Just because no, I, I I will I will agree with that. Yeah, but the but the also like I mean I think Colleen is is a really interesting person, irrespective of Rooney, and it's sort of really interesting to see Rooney through her eye. So Rooney Wayne mm-hmm. through her eyes. Our <laughs> um, Wayne, but, but, got to say that our Wayne. Our little, our way, our way. Talks about in, with, uh, <laughs> I, th- I, th- I find it really interesting because, like, a lot of footballers, well, I suppose a lot of people have, you know, a lot of footballers have like um, childhood sweethearts and stuff. But because Wayne Rooney came onto the scene so young, and there was so much interest in him, like, the, the it's almost like it, it's hard to imagine other people being in his orbit if that makes sense and the fact that like colleen had to colleen is like she is she is a i mean she's a child at the start of this book like there is a bit about like her getting photos taken of her when she is like literally 16 and she looks like she is completely a child it's very weird to see this like paparazzi photo of like oh look the the teenage sensations uh girlfriend and you're like oh yeah that that famous one of her where she's walking down the street in her school uniform with this shopping bag and looking back now it's like what on earth it's wild it's bizarre and disgusting and really weird and like she Mm. i think she does a good job of talking about that but i like i think in terms of in terms of how it kind of i think because we're all like preconditioned with like footballers if like if you're a teenage sensation then you know that teenage sensation you want to see what's going on in their life like we'll camp outside his house and what's going on but the fact that it would then like pass on to his girlfriend seems really weird i mean i i don't know what you guys thought but i thought wayne came across really well in this book i thought he seemed like a lovely lad like he did but like where colleen came across as a child (laughs) wayne came across (laughs) as a toddler (laughs) it's really funny (laughs) Which is really, really funny. It made me laugh so much, lots of these bits about Wayne. The, the, I mean, you say that the toddler, like the bit that I think shocked me the most, or the bit I was like, wow, okay, I did not think about this with Wayne Rooney, was um, <laughs> him at like parties when he starts dancing. And like, he he seems to force everyone to, he's like, everyone, look at me, look at me, look at me. And then he'll, <laughs> he'll get in the center and everyone around him will start to go, Wayne, Wayne, Wayne. And he'll start doing flips. <laughs> and <laughs> like, like he is a child, like he is a, a child at a wedding who has been allowed to stay up past like eight o'clock and it's really funny because colleen is just like oh god it's begun again the flips have started (laughs) she she knows this is happening it's really really funny he's had too many sweets at the disco he's gonna start flipping again it's like rio rio watch me flip watch me flip rio (laughs) i like that bit where he he paid for all of them to go on a yacht in saint-tropez and she's yeah. like, yeah, we were all out on the deck of the yacht and Wayne was watching his DVDs. <laughs> oh like he'd gone back into the bloody cabin yeah, to watch like bit, Shark Tale or something. It's a similar bit where she's like, 
Wayne hates the sun. So when we go away, he usually likes to stay in the shade and watch his DVDs. Yeah, <laughs> his really DVDs. Stupid. That is. <laughs> Like I could just imagine him being like, "Oh, Colleen, can I have the switch? Can I have the the iPad, please? I just I want to watch something on the iPad." No, five That's minutes. Like. We're, we're going to talk to Victoria and David for a little bit longer, and then you can l- l- watch on your iPad. Fine. <laughs> it, I mean, I think he's really like there are lots of the there are lots of bits of this book that are incredibly sweet with Wayne. There's a bit where he, I think, Colleen says that he saved her from like drowning <laughs> do you remember this bit <laughs> yeah. when she's like yeah, yeah. like it's like the first holiday they went on to like i i think it was somewhere in spain or, or maybe it was miami or no mexico that was it they're in mexico and um and he just she was like oh yeah i got caught under the waves and everyone on the shore thought i was like dancing i guess <laughs> But Wayne was the only one who noticed that, like she she was in trouble, so she jumped in. But she mentions this. This is about like I would say uh, seven eighths of the way through the book. I, which is quite a long way away to say. Oh yeah, my uh, <laughs> the, Wayne Rooney, my boyfriend, uh, fiance, and now husband saved me from drowning. That feels like a long time for that that bit to come <laughs> in this book. Um, Especially when the previous sections have just been about like jelly shoes and yeah. I think it might have a higher billing. <laughs> it goes, everyone knows the perfect book goes jelly shoes, um, lip gloss, uh, <laughs> nearly dying and your boyfriend saving you in a sea. And then a series of questions at the end about your life that are yeah, incredibly bonkers good. and we must come on to. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It's, uh, it's coming up. It's coming oh, up. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad. But I mean, I think I, I suppose I don't know what I was quite expecting. Cause I, I think we, cause we did the Wayne book. Do you remember when we did the Wayne Rooney book, which was like a diary. And I think Colleen only comes up a tiny bit in that, which is fair enough because it's a Premier League diary and all the rest of it. But there's a bit where he's talking about them as, um, when they were really young. Cause this was obviously, this is a earlier book. And it talks about them like getting drunk on a flight. Do you remember that? When they, um, <laughs> when they there was the only place in like because they yeah. they'd gone off uh, gone they'd gone on holiday to america but they couldn't drink because they were all underage i do then remember on the flight this back, yes they got yeah. absolutely wasted um that that story does not make an appearance in this book <laughs> i'm quite sad about that <laughs> but like i think that gave a little bit of an insight into their relationship but there are so many sweet like bits where i was just like that you know, you know the bad stuff about Wayne Rooney, stuff that is clearly just bad judgment on their part, but like, and also that Colleen, you know, talks about in this book quite a lot as well and how awful it was. But like, also there's stuff like them, um, when they were in America, they couldn't, because they couldn't drink, they just hung out in the hotel and like just sat and got uh, room service and then had arguments about how they should tip. And that, that being a, like a, a, a couple, a couple basically being trapped in a hotel room shouting at each other, like, you give, <laughs> You give the money. Like you lost give the translation. Money. Yeah, it's just it's it's really sweet. The little it is cutie sweet. They are they are quite yeah. It's quite interesting to see like it doesn't. I don't think it's happened in a very long time where hmm. a wag is almost as famous as the footballer. We don't really get yeah, that I, anymore. Yeah, or or rather, I suppose what's interesting is say someone like Cheryl Cole or or Victoria Beckham like they have um definable careers that yeah. started before they went with um so so they were very much like we are equal people or we you know we're relatively equal people 
and now we're sort of like and you know yeah. Cheryl Cole and Ashley Cole whereas Rooney obviously like Rooney was a superstar and Colleen was at the, at the start along for the ride and now at yeah. least both in the I would say in this book she's sort of at first I was like oh, I don't know if I buy this idea of like you know I'm a fashion icon or like people have said I'm a fashion icon and that I'm that I'm you know creating my own brand but I do think by the end of it, and also midway through it, you sort of do get to the stage where the stage where you're like, okay, yeah, you've actually you have a you've ha- you've done an incredible job with your career, which is which is obviously based on the fact that you are the girlfriend of Wayne Rooney. But then all the other stuff that came out afterwards, and also all the other stuff of like how she's positioned herself, that is all her. And now she's me- would you yeah. say she's as famous as Wayne? I, I think now, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the Wagatha Christie thing helped. But I mean, as yeah. someone who grew up as, you know, down the road in Stoke, seeing mm. her with those cricket carrier bags, I remember I bought a cricket carrier bag on eBay to take my PE kit to school in. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I can't That's tell you like, how she was in vogue. And, and I loved football, but as a girl mm. at my school at that age it wasn't really cool it was just because my family did but yeah you could be a fan of Colleen because it was girly mm-hmm. and acceptable and and I just I loved her so much I was like yeah and that was actually really? that was kind of the point that I wanted to, yeah I I I think I can't overstate the impact that she had on raising the profile of football amongst women. And I know it's I know it's a, probably in a backward way and we're kind of in a new wave of feminism now and it wouldn't stand now. But I actually think like her presence and all of mm. them, but her because she wasn't a pop star. She was, she could have been me or my friend or someone that, you know, my cousin or something. Yeah. Being at these events and bringing this sort of glamour to it. I, it did make us all, we all watched that World Cup. I remember watching that with groups of female friends. We'd never done that before because we That's were so obsessed with this culture. Mm. And yeah, it's, and I actually think like, I'm going to surprise you here because I've obviously been waiting to read a WAGS book for a very long time. But the thing <laughs> that I wanted to talk about is the football in it. Because mm. I think, yes, obviously it's not a football book, but. If you're someone that doesn't know anything about football, this is the best book to possibly read because clearly she actually is quite into sport. Not saying, you know, her favorite shop is cricket, but not that kind of cricket. But like her dad's a boxer, her brothers all play a lot of sport. She grew up Mm -hmm. around it. She was with Wayne from such a young age. And the way she talks about football is kind of endearing. As some, like to me, like, because the thing that I like about football is, the kind of culture and the history and the anthropology of it, it's interesting to me in that way. Yeah. But there's so much, especially as a woman, but I'm sure everywhere, there's so much assumed knowledge in football that it can be quite daunting to even want to start a conversation with someone about it. And I love the way that she references football things as if they're really normal. And then she'll say, oh, by the way, that's what this is. Like, Because there's so many times that, you want to get involved in a conversation, but you don't want to feel stupid with football. And yeah. she really gets her audience. Like she, the thing, the bit that got me was she says, "Oh, we used to go out the back of the house and do a cleansman." I love that bit. <laughs> I love that bit right? so much. And 
and that's kind of like the title of the chapter. And she talks about her and her brothers playing and like they would, you know, her dad would go out and play football with them and stuff. But then she really neatly summarizes underneath that the cultural heft of what that meant at the time. Mm. And it's just, it's quite nice. Like as someone, cause you've got to imagine that people reading this book probably don't know anything about football. And she mentions all of these little tidbits that you could go away and you could sit with the boys in the pub and be like, oh yeah, I know, I know what that means. I get that reference. I know, I know. I, do, do you want to go around the back and do a cleansman right now? We'll do it right now. <laughs> you don't want to ask that in the pub because yeah. something else might happen if you get on your <laughs> oh, knees yeah, behind oh. the pub. But <laughs> but the bit where she like she talks about the Manchester Liverpool rivalry really eloquently and yeah. like I you get I got the feeling as I never read this book when I was younger, but I probably would have quite enjoyed it because I would have been like, Oh, I, I know what that means and if my friends read it, we could kind of talk about it. And I think as a initial touch point for football for women. Mm. I reckon there's a lot of women out there now of my age where this probably was like an intro to it. Yeah. That's really it's interesting. It's just a crazy thing to say, but yeah. like, yeah, I, I would never have read a football autobiography. I'm paying for my sins now, but like, I just <laughs> never would have. <laughs> but this, I probably would have got for Christmas or something, you know, and there's be thousands of girls like that who yeah. will have picked up kind of the politics of football, what it means to be in one league versus the other, what it means to like tour with your team and stuff. It's just interesting. I quite like that. That side is true. A part of it made me laugh when um, she was like, uh, you know, sometimes we only get three weeks to go on a holiday if Wayne gets quite far in international competition. So that's a bit of a drag. And it's like, (laughs) 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 that's that's a good thing for Wayne. (laughs) Yes and no. Well, there's a there's a bit where there's a very funny bit in the in the updated version when she's saying in 2007 she's like, obviously, I really hope England qualify for next year's European Championships, but if they don't, we'll get to get married. So, uh, and and then England didn't, England didn't qualify as well. So I was like, well, <laughs> probably pretty well, good. Well, never mind. Well, yeah. hex them. <laughs> I think, but I think that's that's something I'd never really considered, and I definitely was aware while reading this book. There was a lot of nostalgia. I mean, there's so much nostalgia for like mm-hmm. the noughties in general, oh, yeah. but also like a lot of like nostalgia. There were people for, I uh, forgot existed. Ashley Simpson. Oh my, I forgot that oh. woman existed. <laughs> but just the casual way it was thrown in, like Ashley Simpson. You know, the Ashley Simpson. You're like, oh my god, this is the most. There's <laughs> a bit where he says. Um, like oh everyone was there at uh, wayne's 18th birthday party even busted were there and you're like e- even busted <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was funny when she's talking early on about um i think it's when they first went away with england maybe and she was talking about all the people there, like victoria beckham cheryl tweedy at the time and then she was like and paul robinson's wife i was like <laughs> but she's reading it like why didn't i get the notoriety that these people got why am i just paul robinson's wife she never broke through <laughs> It's because Paul, Paul Robinson's, Robinson's most boring wife have ever existed. <laughs> well, there are. I was trying fair, to think of a great, 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 great grandma Robinson. joke. Then Jack. What do you mean? About busted. I was like, oh, oh joke gosh, about- yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd completely. I was like, is is my great great grandma the wife of Paul Robinson? <laughs> Ooh, who do you think you are? Uh, <laughs> but Tash, but no, do you think? I, oh, here's a question God. for you: In the year yeah. three thousand, will anyone still be reading Colleen's book? 
Or will we be? If I have anything to do with it, yeah. And, yeah. and to be honest, it's so it's so plasticky. It will still be around. So it probably, will. yeah. Will there anyone will be... be reading Hoggy in the? <laughs> will, there will be a bunch of people mm. trying to read Hoggy and then finding out they're actually reading Colleen Rooney's book instead and being like, this okay, could be this could be a great a great novel in itself if you radicalized all the men in like some sort of cult just by reading the cricket book. And you got all the women <laughs> just by reading the wag book and see what society looked like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's really interesting. The cricket thing, <laughs> by the way, because I did I did not get the cricket joke in the at the start of that chapter at all. I I I have no I had oh, no cultural understanding of of what cricket meant. It was like my favorite my favorite sport <laughs> it's cricket, and I was like, okay, that's weird. <laughs> what a weird thing. <laughs> Turns out, if if you're not a big Colleen uh, McLaughlin slash Rooney fan, cricket is her favourite uh, like clothes shop. Uh, it's it's it, yeah. she absolutely loves it. Mm-hmm. I cannot begin to tell you how much was, she loves cricket. It was fuchsia pink with black zebra stripes on it, and it said cricket in white, and it mm. was paper. And I can't remember how much I paid for it, but it was a lot, and it got. It rained the day that I took it with my school unit, with my PE kit in, and I was devastated. Oh, honestly, no, that's, up there, that's really up there. sad. <laughs> that's legitimately and I really definitely, sad. Pre- I definitely like pretended that I'd been to cricket, and I had never. I just got it on eBay. <laughs> okay, well, uh, time for a break, but we will have more Wagatha when we return. Hello, James here, and we at Football Book Club want you, that's right, you, to join something special, something exclusive. We want you to join the Football Book Club Club. The Football Book Club Club is the home of even more Football Book Club action, and now it's cheaper than ever to become a full member at just £3.50 a month. There's three tiers. By signing up to our Bookworm tier, you get an exclusive members-only episode of Football Book Club every fortnight, filling the gap between regular episodes with more book club fun and, frankly, a frighteningly deeper analysis of whatever book we're reading the episode. Plus, you get access to all the bonus episodes recorded so far. There's over 20 of them on there. Well, 20. And, most excitingly, you'll get your hands on a special edition money-can't-buy bookmark you can put inside your personal copy of Darren Huckabee's Hux. All that for just £3.50 a month. For context, that's a tenth of the cost of a cameo message from Ian Dowie. And a cameo is, what, 30 seconds? For that price, you get 10 episodes. Three and a half hours of content. I dread to think what you have to pay to get three and a half hours of content from Ian Dowie. You'd have to remortgage your house. But I digress. And if that's still not right for you, if you really love the show, you can join the Super Bookworm tier. And if you like the show but don't want to pay that much, you can support the show for just £1 a month on the Casual Reader tier. You won't get the bonus episodes, but yes, you will get that bookmark. Head to patreon.com forward slash football book club for more details. So if you enjoy the show, please consider joining up. It really does help us to keep making the show because books don't grow on trees. They are trees, kind of. And trees are expensive. But the Football Book Club Club isn't. So join today at patreon.com forward slash football book club or by following the link in the episode notes. See you back at the clubhouse. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Do you need more sketch comedy in your life? This is a flesh-eating bacteria I stole from work. Well, you stole that from the lab, did you, mate? Yeah. Then you need Crowley time with me, Tom Crowley. With me, Tom Crowley. When did you lose your virginity? 2nd of October 1993 on a pool table. Each episode features brand new sketches, characters and songs. No time to die and no love to lose. Death through life I choose. As well as returning regular features. These are the diaries of Link Tangent, space cartographer. I'm Sir Chantley Buffingham. Hello, my name is Wingnut. All written, performed and produced by me. Tom Crowley. He may look frightening, but he's innocent. He knows not what he does. Over eight hours of original sketch comedy. Available now on all good podcast apps and at CrowleyTime.com. Have you ever had constipation? No. It can be a bit like that. That's Crowley Time with me, Tom Crowley. Subscribe today. Crowley Time! Welcome back to Football Book Club, where I have still kept the chair and uh, we are still reading <laughs> Colleen Rooney's Welcome to My World. <laughs> I, I have to tell so, you, I'm pretty surprised at how quickly we've just accepted this new world order. Like, <laughs> it makes me think that the revolutions are quite easy. It's because you've been it's because you've been reading this book and you've been indoctrinated into the all things feminine, you know, you quite I'm, like it. I'm now. fine with that. I'm legitimately fine with that. <laughs> There's a lot of I for uh, one welcome our new wag overlord. <laughs> <laughs> I, to go back to the to the Rooney, like to, to the idea that Wayne can't dress himself. There's a lot of bits in this book where you are just like, if if Colleen didn't exist, Wayne Rooney would would fall down dead naked in a ditch. He'd be like one of those blobfish, you know, when you see it in the yeah. water and it looks quite like handsome, but then you take it out of the water and it's like it smushed. Oh. Like he, he just seems incapable Wayne of doing without Colleen. Anything. Yeah, there's a bit yeah. where he's like, 
where she's like, he bought the worst leather jacket in the world that was really red, and he thought it was <laughs> a red boss. leather jacket. <laughs> and she was like, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. He was like, oh, I think it's good. And he wore it once and then never wore it again. I think it. Wayne Rooney, if if he didn't have Colleen, Wayne Rooney would have played twice for England and then would have been pictured naked, except for that leather jacket <laughs> in a nightclub somewhere. And that would have been the end of it. Yeah, or when he grows probably. his beard, that's funny. When he tries to grow a beard. <laughs> yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> a really funny bit in that. I can't remember exactly what she says, but she's like, people were speculating why he was doing it, whether it was some kind of bet. But there was no reason. He just didn't shave. Like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what happens when you don't shave. A beard will grow. A beard I mean, will grow. How mortified would you be if, if your wife wrote a book and she had a whole top 10 listicle on the things that she wanted a man to wear because you couldn't dress yourself? Like... <laughs> I'd never leave I mean, your house again. Well, there's also a bit in this book where he's where she's like, whenever I started doing my like article for Closer, Wayne started reading it religiously because he wanted to see if I was going to slag him off. <laughs> and then I did it a couple of times, and he was like, "Why just that's say why that?" She wrote, that's why she wrote this to be 300 Basically. pages because she knew he was never going to read it. Exactly. I think it starts off with talking about Wayne. And he's, it, there's a bit with Wayne talking about his DVDs. Like, I like DVDs. Maybe I'll go watch a DVD now, and then. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't watch. The, he didn't read the rest of the book. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will keep some structure in this because otherwise, I will get in oh, trouble structure. from the actual overlord. I know, but <laughs> it's everyone's favourite bit. Have you got an out of context, Colleen? Oh yeah, because there was some corkers in here. That's some absolute corkers in this book. <laughs> I I've got one. I've got one. Okay, go on. I've got one that's. An out of context slash a partridgeism, um, <laughs> which I'm tempted to read it in a partridge voice, but I won't. So it's uh, no, do it in Colleen's voice. Uh, what is a voice like? Just strong <laughs> scouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she says the truth of the matter is, I'm blind. No, I can't say that, but my eyesight is quite bad. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that, Colleen. <laughs> Not allowed. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> that wouldn't be oh. making the cut these days. Yeah. No, no, Jack? I can't. No, I can't say that. Okay, mine. Hang on, I have. You can do two. You can do one for James Bug, and we'll no. pretend he said it. Oh yeah. <laughs> my mum and my nan, me, my cousins, my aunties, and friends. We all smell the same now. You think I'm joking, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> me and my mum and my nan and my gran. <laughs> but also, uh... it could be like, like, like. She's on a like a, a news night BBC thing at nine yeah. where a disaster has happened and they're like <laughs> We all smell the same now. You think I'm joking, don't you? Well we do. <laughs> <laughs> really uh, well. my, mine is uh, What did whatever did we do before the scissor sisters came on the scene? That was my <laughs> that was my other one that I wanted to find. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Whatever did we do? We just no one no one was taking anyone's mothers. Um <laughs> I guess everybody felt like dancing all the time. Um <laughs> so funny. Those I will be honest, those top ten bits, the like the, the bits where oh, she yeah. says like they are diabolical. They are absolutely 
absolutely <laughs> Are they? I was trying to think though. Who was it who ranked all the service stations? Because is this better or worse than <laughs> service Grant station Hall. ranking? It was Grant Hall. Yeah. <laughs> it was Grant and Hall. wrestlers and chocolate bars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least you learned something from Colleen. Like you only put your face mask on right at the end of your skincare regime. <laughs> 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 but the, I mean, hang on. I'm going to try and find my favorite, my favorite bits of those because they were so funny. Just a lot of them were like my my favorite was um, in case of emergencies, and she had a list of the six things that all everyone should have in their bag, yep. and it was dental floss, cotton buds, oil blotters, a bloody hell's an oil blotter, a nail file, lip gloss, and a tiny bottle of your favorite perfume. I hope I never go missing with Colleen because we'll be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> do you have uh, yeah do you have like uh um a water in the back or or uh or those pepper spray in there clean of... yeah no 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 i've just got my uh perfume atomizer and some oil blockers it's <laughs> <laughs> really weird because she says i know none of us get sweaty sorry perspire what's going on there what <laughs> This is like, a girl from who's been out of Liverpool too long and she doesn't want to yeah. say sweat because she thinks it makes her sound common. I don't... Colleen, oh we all God. sweat, babe. It's fine. We all sweat, babe. Times would you say, like, uh, of a Saturday night? I was like, why are you talking like that? Yes, <laughs> of, a, of a Saturday night. Of a, oh, of a Saturday also night. The, there's a bit where they... I think it might have been when they're talking about the of a Saturday night where she says we they had a barbecue once when and it started raining so they just ran inside and then it kept on raining and then the next morning uh all the food had fallen into the uh into the swimming pool and there was just a burger floating in the air hose that was really gross and i was like that that visually <laughs> the idea of a burger floating towards you is really visceral it's got... there's a bit also when she says how to look fab and glam this is another one of those ones where it says the right <laughs> how pair to of look sunglasses. Fab and glam how to look fab and glam in an instant uh and it says the right pair of sunglasses can lend mystery and midnight glam to any outfit What's the one time you don't wear sunglasses? <laughs> <laughs> the one time. <laughs> and, okay. Also, sorry. I, I I I was obsessed with this bit. Um, another another way of looking fab and glamorous, and this is again, I think, the most naughty thing ever. Tuck those jeans into your boots. <laughs> Let's be honest, what's good for Kate Moss and Madonna is good for everyone else. It's amazing how something so simple can look so sexy. Does it look sexy? <laughs> no, because what I remember doing is, at, at, like for ages, boot cut jeans were in fashion. So I had yeah. a pair of them and, and the Ugg boots. But then skinny jeans came in fashion, but my mum refused to buy me any. So I used to have to tie up the flare at the bottom with bobbles. And I basically cut <laughs> off the circulation and then I tuck it into my Ugg boot. But if, you know... I didn't have the real lug boots, obviously, yeah. but the water would soak up them. But because my jeans were tucked in, it would also soak up my jeans. So I'd get home and like up to my thigh. I don't know how I didn't get oh, trench God. foot. And, <laughs> and also you'd cut off the, like the circulation to your foot. So you were basically. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, honestly, I Angry. This is what Colleen did to a whole generation of women. Fuck you, Colleen, actually. <laughs> I've got fallen arches now because of them stupid Ugg boots. Really? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, James. I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> James, I, can talk about uh, you, forever. I feel like you want to you take us to sunnier climbs, no? 
Well, there's a little section called Beach Babe, which really made me laugh. And I don't know why. We kind of touched upon it a little bit earlier. Just it, it was when they were quite young. Because when you're reading it, it's easy to forget how young they actually were. They were about 17. But mm. when you're reading it, you're like, why are they idiots? Why are they absolute <laughs> idiots? Like that bit that you, we mentioned before with the, the, the tipping. Like the concept of them wanting to go on holiday every week, but then being little children when they get there. Um, <laughs> and they don't know how to organize any of it. It's just really funny until their parents get there and tell them what to do. Um, which in fairness they were like 17 so the, why would they know what to do in a different country but they just didn't even attempt to figure it out and the bit with um the bit with the tipping just really made me laugh like <laughs> hard man footballer Wayne Rooney is like hiding behind a door because he's scared of American tip culture it's just so <laughs> funny in case he gets it wrong just peeking around the door just like um, yeah. is $700 alright just like yeah. just <laughs> clueless just they don't have a clue what they're doing. <laughs> to really be fair, like, it terrifies me. I keep seeing it all these tweets being too. like, I, and I don't know what's right and what's wrong. I don't know. I, I don't blame him. Is, is, is this, a, I saw this in a tweet today. Somebody said, this guy zeroed me. Is that, is that not giving a tip in America? Is yeah. that what that means? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah it's quite scary though. Because it's such a big mm. thing there. But the yeah. fact that, like, that's different. Them just hiding behind the door and going, you give them the 20. No, you give them the 20. It's like, <laughs> Ridiculous. No, I've definitely done that because I'm like, is this insulting or is this a lot or yeah, is this much? not? I don't yeah. know. I find it very <laughs> scary. I think uh, I think there should always be a door that you can hide behind in an American restaurant uh, <laughs> for that reason. Yeah, but if you're or, Wayne Rooney, who yeah. I, I suppose you maybe you didn't have that much. He was money 17. That one, but he could have easily given like, let's just give fifty dollars every time just to make sure. Yeah, but they were only drinking bloody seven up, weren't they? They couldn't drink because <laughs> they couldn't yeah, drink. That was the thing. They had like children. <laughs> Anyway, it's basically it sounds like Kevin McAllister in Home Alone 2 really yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least Kevin had a plan though just, <laughs> and Kevin tipped Kelly, Kevin Kelly had a plan these two are like pinky in the brain that's true <laughs> yeah. and oh, ironically Colleen's not pinky yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway um we, I guess, we're kind of coming to the end of the book. So, the big question: Did this book change you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I've never imagined a caravan painted turquoise and beige, and now I have. <laughs> and she said it like it was a good thing. <laughs> and it's been in my head ever since I read that bit. <laughs> Duck Egg Blue had a real moment back then, actually, didn't it? in the <laughs> yeah. interiors world. My mum had a for, Duck Egg uh, Blue kitchen for a while. Specifically for caravans as well, though. I think a Duck Egg Blue caravan <laughs> is a real yeah. risk. It's a real risk. I don't. I think this book Jack? legitimately. Legitimately, I think this book did change me. Not even in like a, a jokey kind of you know that. I mean, we still we still have to talk about the the last uh, the, those weird questions at the end of the book, surely. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's my favorite. Yeah, okay, okay. As long as we're doing that, then then we'll I'm, get I'm fine with that. But, <laughs> but I think like it I was, did like it, the lists. The lists were they did the add were good. a certain yeah. I like the list. I, I like, like je ne sais quoi. And, and especially when we were like you know she's mentioned Way and Rooney having pretty bad fashion sense, and she's given these lists, and I just imagine them at the end just when she's like. There's a summer one here. It's like hot stuff. The sun is shining down. The sky is blue, and the sign between your toes. Complete the perfect summer look by making sure your beach bag contains the following. And she gives all this. Just imagine at the end, when it's like, put red leather jacket. Just come on, <laughs> <laughs> <As> <laughs> I think, come on. 
Maybe Goodbye. I can't pull it off, but I think it's a. She's like, no, I'm putting sarong and sand. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's not gonna work. I okay. So I think legitimately, I don't think I registered how young Colleen was at the start of all this, which is mm-hmm. incredibly obvious mm-hmm. because obviously she is that young. And I think that the way she talks about the press, um, and and she has a and she sort of says she has a really weird relationship with them, um, because I think she's sort of aware that they have made her but not really but but sort they the, there's that she has a relationship with them that unlike a lot of footballers like you know it, it's not the same as footballers where they kind of they ignore the press or like you know if you're playing well it doesn't really matter but like she sort of requires them to to like for her the existence of her career in a lot of ways and yeah. so i think the way she talks about them and how difficult it is there's a bit the bit where she says um, the Daily Mail made up like a hatchet job on her and Wayne, and so she rang up the journalist and like shouted down the phone mm-hmm. in for thirty minutes. That is a. Can you imagine being twenty-one and doing that? Like, what the? F- that is um, incredible. And also, like, it sort of makes you realize how far she has to have been pushed to get to that point. Um, yeah. And also that she, she's not. Well, she, just, she like, says she almost turned down being in Vogue because she at, yeah. the, at that time she was so sick of the press. Imagine being like nineteen. Being asked to be in vogue when everybody else is calling you the queen of chav or whatever, yeah. and saying no because you're so scared of the press. Like she, she really went through the ringer, and also because you and and you are like she is adores fashion and she like she she wants to make yeah. it her entire life. It's incredible that she even considered for a second turning it down. But like the press were willing to do that, and I I hope things have gotten. I mean, I think social media has made things both better and worse in a lot of ways. But one good thing about the social media is that it's kind of allowed you know colleen rooney as as well we know she can now control her image and in a in a lot in a much better way than she had to go through you know like uh all of these articles and all the rest of it and the fact that she talks about vogue being like this turning point for her and before she was the queen of chav and queen of chavs and then she kind of like built the brand after that i thought that was stuff that i'd never really considered and yeah that that yeah, I I found that really really interesting, and in a way that like I think cynically and lazily, my opinion of Clean Rooney before this was basically like she is someone who um, went out with Wayne Rooney and was then able to make a career like as as a result of that fact. And I yeah, think she was a bit passive the, in it, but actually, yeah, but I think actually she's incredibly active and not just in the cynical. I mean, she talks about like doing a fashion or not not doing a fashion video, doing a exercise video and that that she admits is like a very cynical thing to do because <laughs> oh, she yeah. was basically like everyone's doing it and so i decided to do it too so why the hell not yeah um, but like it, it i think for the most part like you know talking about her family and about her sister adopted sister who uh had Rett's disease and like doing documentaries mm-hmm. and like um like and, even the and, section and, where she talks about her body image and stuff like yeah. at the time think about what was going on in the noughties like that was the peak of anorexia yeah. and she she kind of she, i remember her like the press always saying how fat she was and how gross she was and you look at these pictures now and she's so like gorgeous and she must have felt yeah. crap but she doesn't give a fuck and i love that she's like yeah. no nah, i'm doing yeah it's 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 not a kind of like uh it's not a uh like a polemic against the press it's just that it's a very well argued like how she's both 
fed up with them, but also like use them for like to to push her career forward in a way that is incredibly yeah. powerful. And the stuff that you, that you were talking about, like uh, the fact that she was an inspiration um, in in a very like subtle. Like I, I, I guess I'd never registered that before, and that makes me feel very like I should have should have known these things beforehand. Um, but so I think I think legitimately of of any of the of any of the books we've done, probably did change me more than most of them. I'd say. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I it unlocked boxes in my brain that I'd forgotten existed of that uh, like very your, your specific period. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like when this book came out, I would have been fifteen, fourteen, fifteen. Mm. And, mm. you know, that is the most impressionable age, isn't it? And I just remember her being the most famous person ever. And I could never be Victoria Beckham or Cheryl, but I could be Colleen. And we mm. were, that, that was who we all wanted to be. She was like the every woman. It's quite nice reading this and being like, actually, people at the time probably thought she was a bad role model, but I don't think she was. I think she's quite, she's very sure. strong. She's very, you know, she stands up for what she think is right she did a lot of work that i'd completely i forgot about all that charity work that she did and all those documentaries that she did like yeah i'm i'm pleasantly surprised and i've unlocked that bit of my brain because i think wagatha christie has kind of usurped everything that will ever be said about colleen but yeah. you can see where that came from now because she, she does not back down like she's a smart woman and she would yeah. and this is when she's 21 like now she's not she will take you to task and i'm quite glad that that's the outcome it feels like the season finale yeah like, <laughs> that's definitely true we've seen her character you, development <laughs> yeah the, and that, that's like this is the the it's almost like a prequel to the wag of the christian yeah, that we know yeah yeah really you can fun. see all of and, the like she's a really loyal friend she's really smart she hates people writing fake stories about her in the press and what and she knows like to it, she knows how yeah. to like say if, if like if you read a fake story where they say you know a close friend to the press it won't be from it won't, it won't actually yeah. be true because my friends yeah. don't do that and so that's cunning she's a cunning woman she's yeah. a cunning clever she woman, woman it, yeah there's also sorry this is the last thing i'll say but I, there was a bit that was really <laughs> interesting where she was talking about like how she's aware that she's got her image at the moment through being the girl next door and then the question of like how temporary that is and like how mm -hmm. do people want to hear about the woman next door and she was kind of like i don't really know so i have to kind of i have to work out what this moment is for me and i'll do it with wayne it'll be amazing but like that that having the the awareness to to see that this is you know to, to see long term i guess is yeah. something that we don't often get from these books i mean like yeah no they very like, much sort of i guess because as as a footballer you know that your career has a certain length of time yeah. and realistically her career could be much longer than his and it's interesting no, it, to see her think about that you know yeah and i and i think that like with footballers it's very much like once my once i stop playing football i cannot begin to think about that because after that point yeah. i am what is my identity yeah. whereas she is very much like okay Wayne's going to stop playing football at when he's mid thirties. At that point, we could go to Australia. We could do this. I could do this. We could like, she's got mm -hmm. it all mapped out in a way that is not cynical, but very much like she knows how she wants her life to go. And that was quite, that was quite inspiring. Hmm. So good on her. After that, what's your rating out of 10? 
I don't, I, I don't want to go first. I don't, I'm, I'm, first? I'm, I'm afraid of setting the. I'm afraid of setting the bar. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it an eight. I think it was more seminal than I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be absolute junk, and I'm not gonna lie. The initial impression when I flicked through it and saw all the photos and the listicles. Actually, if you read the words, there's some nuggets of wisdom in there. It, I would, yeah, I would agree with that. I'd say there are bits of this book that are legitimate uh, nines. There are bits of this book that are uh, the the, <laughs> the, 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 dr- the drossiest of threes. Um, <laughs> but I think that the nines the nines outweigh the threes, and therefore I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. Fuck it, ten. <laughs> <laughs> just liked it like the pink <laughs> like that you knew what she got for breakfast like the breakfast stuff like the lists 10 all around like the front cover <laughs> constant 10s it's a perfect book <laughs> we should do oh, no, okay. somebody has to work that out i know i no, might no. math <laughs> is not my thing someone work it out okay, quick uh 25 divided by three is uh, I can do this. Eight point three 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 three. Okay. Perfect. I should Thank have you, gone. Colleen I should have gone higher. Uh, I regret it now. No, I, I think higher. eight point three is fair. I think eight point three mm. is fair. Um, and I have written my very own quiz. Yes. Ba-da-da-da-da. And this week, Ba-da-da. you're named. And I'm so happy it's a quiz, and I'm not going to play in part because I've never won one, so I can finally like. <laughs> This week, well, you're named after Colleen's two best friends' nicknames. Jack, you are Brenda. James, you are Scylla Black. <laughs> I love those names. I was really hoping that was going to be one of the quiz questions. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay, so there's two points up for grabs here. Who okay. does Colleen say are her two style icons? Oh my god! Oh crap! <laughs> I should definitely know this. There were so many names in this book. That's the problem. <laughs> oh 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 oh! Um, I got him. I got it. Uh, Go on. Oh um, Brenda. Uh, no, it's yeah. not Brenda. Uh, uh, <laughs> Misha Barton and Lindsay Lohan. No. <gasps> no, really? No. Oh, shit. You're just thinking generic noughties. Style no, I'm not. She there. she mentioned a specific. She mentioned people that she really. She does admired. mention them, but they're not her style icons. Ah, oh, crap! Uh, any any takers? Moss Kate, Kate Moss, Moss is one. one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh one. god, you're the right. other one's a bit of a rogue choice. Bit of a yeah. rogue Kat choice. Dealey? Yes, Cat Dealey. <laughs> what it? each? Is yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. It would be like someone who's like known for being a style icon, and someone who's like more of a like a working class hero. <laughs> yeah, Cat Dealey. Yeah, Cat Dealey. Love Cat Dealey. Oh, I love her. Not Cat uh, Dilly's not a working class. Yeah, she is Brummy. I'll tell you what I'm thinking of. Cat Slater. <laughs> that's <laughs> what you meant. <laughs> I thought that's what I thought that's uh, that's what I heard. Cat Slater. <laughs> she is a working class hero. She is. She is. Um, who is the <laughs> only person that Colleen says should be allowed to wear a short skirt and high heels together? One person in the world. Um, I, I, Brenda. Yep. Beyonce. 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say Rio Ferdinand. I think it specifically has to be in the Crazy in Love video. It does. It does. <laughs> is it? You are correct. Yeah. <laughs> what is Colleen's boxing name given to her by her dad? Oh crap. I can't remember Brenda. But I can't remember, but I can yeah. remember the fact that her brother didn't get one. Uh, <laughs> or, or she goes like, "I was called this. He was called this." And Anthony, I can't remember what he was called, but he Thank probably you. had one. <laughs> <laughs> really made me laugh. Like, fuck you, Anthony. <laughs> didn't even make one up. <laughs> yeah. Any um, any any guesses? No. Um. It's called. <laughs> Big Betty. <laughs> that was it. Yes, Big Betty. Yes. Okay, two two left and Jack's in the lead by one. What is the only reality TV show that Colleen says she would do? Brenda. Uh, yeah. Strictly Come Dancing. And I Correct. absolutely agree. I absolutely <laughs> agree with her. I would that is love the to see one. Colleen in Strictly. I'd love to see Colleen in Strictly and I'd love to see Colleen in Taskmaster New Year's Treat. Those are the only two things I want to see <laughs> Please crossover, please. Crossover. Why not? Come on, Colleen. Um, last question: What is Colleen's favorite song of all time? Brenda. Yeah. Is it? She doesn't have one, but it's something from the Grease Mega Mix. Yes, correct. <laughs> 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 Why does my brain know that? <laughs> How did you remember that? Because <laughs> it re- again, it really made me laugh. Um, she would go just, like, oh, "Just, to, just to clarify, that was in a listicle." Oh my god, uh, was it? My fa- my favorite, my favorite listicle is the one at the end. It's so funny. It is so <laughs> so funny that listicle at the end. It's one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever read. <laughs> Which one? The one with all of her music in. The, the one with all of her music in, but also the one. It, it goes. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? I need to talk for about like five minutes about this listicle because it it blows about my mind. About the thing at the end. It, the thing at the end is amazing. Can we talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about that. But give me a minute because okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get on to something else first, and then we'll circle okay. back to it. So there is no there is no Ken Zong this week because. <gasps> Well, not because, but I am a Ken Zong treater because I've never actually seen this man with my own eyes. Sure. And lo and behold, <laughs> the week that James is in career, there's no Ken Zong. So take that as you will. <laughs> um, Interesting. And we can talk about that section, Jack, but just to let you know, if anyone's interested, over in the book club club on Patreon, I'm going to be putting these two boys through a Colleen approved psych exam. That is what I want to talk about. Oh my god! Okay, maybe we should just save it for the bonus chapter. So, I'm obsessed with so, that so before be- before Wagatha Christie, she was putting psychology into her books too. So, Jack, you can you can give a little rundown, but if you want to hear the rest of it, we'll do it in bonus chapter. It is one of the strangest. <laughs> It's one of the weirdest things. Did it throw you for... Because I was reading it on the train and I honestly, I I nearly threw it out the window. I was like, what the actual fuck has just happened? It was like Gone Girl. You know, that twist comes in and you're like, what? 
because because the questions are like at the first they're like what's your favorite food she's like ah spaghetti bolognese like what's your what's your favorite song i don't have a favorite song but i guess it would be all of greece what do you vote nah i don't really like the politics not a fan of that okay let me do a test on you you're in a wood (laughs) it's like what the fuck (laughs) and then she starts to answer and it's it's stuff i mean we'll go into the psych exam and exactly how weird it is later but it turns out it's basically a way of apparently finding out um whether you believe in the afterlife (laughs) and it it turns out colleen rooney does not believe in the afterlife and she found out and i would argue the most traumatic way possible which is a fun little questionnaire at the end of the book That's why she wants vengeance on Earth, because she doesn't believe in retribution afterwards. She's taking everyone down while she's still rolling. It's so funny, because she she just she seems to be as surprised by it. It's like, who is asking <laughs> these questions, eh? Like, is, is she dead? <laughs> she, is, is this God asking her these questions? It's amazing. I can't wait to talk more about it in the bonus chapter. It's incredible. Well, uh... <laughs> On that note, that is all for this week's episode, but we'll be back in a fortnight. And if you can't wait that long, join the book club club where we'll be doing whatever weird shit this is about to be. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And um, to listen, make sure you join the club to access all of these exclusive episodes and receive your very own book book bookmark i've what can i say it properly can i say it in my actual stoke accent book book bookmark yay yeah um, head to, <laughs> to patreon.com forward slash football book club in the meantime do get in touch with us at footy book club instagram at football book club send us your thoughts or the footballer puns and ken zong requests if he exists thank you everyone and any last words I think uh, death to James Bug, long live uh, Tash Fisco, really. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so all it can be. Bye! <laughs> Bye. Bye, James! Bye! <laughs>Thanks for listening to Football Book Club. It featured Natasha Frisco, Jack Bernhardt, and James Balgen. It was created and produced by James Bug. The music, Hills Behind, is the work of Silent Partner and is used in a Creative Commons 4.0 basis. We'll be back in a fortnight. Until then, bye-bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 